It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On Wax on a Tuesday morning, and boy, oh boy, weather is a change, and it looks like we're going to get our week of summer this week after getting one week of spring. <laughs> Who knows, but uh, it's Wisconsin, so hang on. It will be a change in good morning. We've got chores to do here at the Shank of the Day on Wax. Bob and Jill with you. We'll take a look at the crop progress as far as uh, that weekly report that comes out every week after the uh, close of business on Monday. Also, a reminder for farmers in Chippewa County that if you do have an application sitting on the kitchen table for hosting Farm Technology Days 2024 in Chippewa County, get it in today to the Chippewa Economic Development Corporation because uh, the committee is going to take a look at all of those and then tomorrow uh, take some tours of the farms that have applied and make a decision on where Farm Farm Technology Days will be in 2024. And that will also have some impact on when it will be. Will it be in June or will it be in August? But it uh, will not be a July show in 2024 because uh, Chippewa County is is busy in July with the fair and all kinds of uh, music festivals. So again, there are some things you you've got to you got to make work, and uh, that's what's happening in Chippewa County. And the State Farm Service Agency Committee has been named the State Committee, and we do have one Western Wisconsin farmer on that. We'll tell you who that is. Also, the outstanding seniors at the University of Wisconsin River Falls, College of Agriculture, Food and Environmental Sciences have been named from one from Western and one from Northwestern Wisconsin. So we'll talk about that and a whole lot more this morning. Specialty cheese in Wisconsin. Got some items on the calendar. Some elections are going on. And we also will be checking in. In fact, let's do that right now on the calf count at the uh, Welke Land and Cattle Company. We're still holding steady at 55 and waiting for that grass to grow. Yeah, it's got to got to start growing and turn a little greener, that's for sure, although it is starting. But we got a new hired hand over the weekend. Did you talk about that? Yeah, we did. My son, Kevin, and his wife, Julia, welcomed in Carter John on Sunday. Oh, that's good. And Mama and Carter John are both doing well? They are doing well. They're home already. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, so... Uh, Lots of new life at the Welke Land and Cattle Company, and that is a good thing. And we'll talk about agriability, too. You had a chance to talk with some folks from the agriability program. That's with the Easter Seals, isn't it? Or is it still with Easter Seals? Well, I talked with Brian Luck. He is the UW-Madison Outreach towards agriability, and he kind of is the guide for it. And then I talked to Jeff Crodwell. He is from Easter Seals, and he's the one that goes out and does the investigation right on the farm and makes suggestions to help the farmers out. Yeah, if you're not familiar with that, uh, it is. They can, you know, extend the, the steps to get into your tractor. They got all kinds of special tools that make it easier for you if you have some physical challenges to get some of the chores done on your farm. So if you want to stay on the farm and you've got some physical handicaps or physical challenges, folks at AgriAbility can help you. So get in touch with them. We'll tell you about that. 
as the day goes along. And we've also got some weather. We haven't said this. It's going to get hot. It's going to get hot. It's time to get out those shorts and tank tops. Yeah, boy, I guess so. Corn got in the ground. Some of it, not a whole lot. we got a lot more to get in the ground. But we'll uh, talk about that. And, in fact, Thursday, we're going to talk 90. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's take a look at our Skywarn 13 weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Remember, Marquardt Motors is hiring an auto body metal technician, auto body detailer, and an office administrative position. Marquardt Motors offers a competitive salary with a generous benefit package. Apply in person or at MarquardMotors.com. 73 today, partly sunny. 80 tomorrow, 92 on Thursday, 81 on Friday. Now, there is a little fog out there, and you said more than a little. There's a lot of fog out there. I put the fog lights on on the pickup and watch the lines on the road just to keep it in between the ditches. All right, so be aware of that if you're out there this morning, especially on some of those back roads without a whole lot of lines to guide you. It uh, could be very, very foggy out there, but otherwise... Pretty nice week, and with this hot weather, of course, we could have, uh, you know, storms, how they pop up later in the heat of the afternoon, but uh, again, 73 today, partly sunny, should be a good one. I think the wind's going to die down a little bit, too. We're 55 degrees right now, and hey, 90 degrees on Thursday. Day's getting longer. Yeah, it's that time of the year. About a minute after 5 already. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire, Morning News. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. More protests are expected outside the homes of Supreme Court justices. About 100 abortion rights activists targeted Samuel Alito last night in Virginia. He's the one who wrote the draft opinion leaked last week about overturning Roe v. Wade. The same group protested at the homes of two other justices over the weekend and said it would go after others. A bill to protect their family members passed the Senate and now goes to the House. President Biden has signed a bill designed to speed up the process of getting U.S. military aid to Ukraine. Lisa Taylor has more. The bipartisan measure also expands Biden's authority to expedite agreements with Ukraine and other Eastern European nations. The president did not take questions from reporters during a brief Oval Office signing ceremony. I'm Lisa Taylor. The search is over for an Alabama inmate and the officer who helped him escape. Both were captured in Indiana after nearly two weeks on the run, but only one survived. Police say Vicki White shot herself in the head and died after a car chase ended in a crash. She retired the same day she walked the murder suspect out of jail, claiming she was taking him to court. The inmate could be extradited back to Alabama by tomorrow. Forty percent of the country's baby formula supply is out of stock following the closure of a key production facility. Brian Shook explains. Data Assembly found that the baby formula shortage increased by 29% from March to April. Some states are seeing 50% out of stock rates, including Texas, Tennessee, Missouri, Iowa, North Dakota, and South Dakota. This comes after a Michigan Abbott Nutrition plant was shut down while the FDA and CDC investigate reports of contaminated formula linked to the deaths of at least two infants. I'm Brian Shook. And an iconic painting of Marilyn Monroe is now in the hands of a new owner. Someone bought it for $195 million at auction last night, setting a record for any American artwork. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. For those who work in acres, 
not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, warm enough this week. About time, huh? 73 today, partly sunny. 80 tomorrow, 92 on Thursday, 81 on Friday. And again, no real rain in the forecast for the week. But again, as we always know, when it gets hot, the heat of the day can fire some things up later in the afternoon and evening. So just be aware of that. Also, before I forget to tell you, it's foggy out there. If you're heading to the other farm to do chores or getting out a third shift and heading home here in a little while, a little fog out there, so do be careful. Then the best chance of rain looks like coming in on Saturday. We'll have a high about 76, and then it looks like cooling off again next weekend, or next week, 68 on Sunday and 60s on Monday and Tuesday. So it's going to... Get hot, and it's going to cool off. Right now, it's 55 in Rice Lake, Medford, 59, 65 in Wausau, 62 in Marshfield, 64 in La Crosse, 70 in Green Bay, Madison, Sun Prairie at 69. Milwaukee's a cool spot compared to the rest, 55, and it's also 55 right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer. But did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About seven and a half minutes after five. Again, we're 55 degrees on our way to about 73 today. Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our look at the markets and Jill, the cash livestock. Choice fed beef steers are 138 to 144 with mixed at 102 to 137. Choice fed beef heifers are 132 to 145 with mixed at 94 to 131. Choice fed Holstein steers are 118 to 127 with selects coming in at 85 to 117. Cows are 64 to 89. Bulls are 76 to 108. Butcher hogs are 69 to 92 with sows at 68 to 71 and boars at 20 to 36. New crop market lambs are 150 to 255, with feeder lambs coming in at 175 to 340. And taking a look at the Mercantile Exchange, uh, live cattle prices were mixed. June closed 133.55, that was up 80 cents. August 135.37, up two. October 142.62, down 25. In December, live cattle 148.80, down 45 cents. Feeder cattle for May. 159.80. That was up 25. August down 47 at 174.22. September feeders 177.22 down 72. October 179.65 down 57. And November feeder cattle down 30 cents at 181.22. Lean hog carcass contracts were lower yesterday. May at 100.87. That was down a dollar 32. June at 101.30, down 280. July, 104.20, down 285. And August, 104.47, that was down 250. On the Board of Trade, markets were lower yesterday. A sell-off and some better planting weather, although uh, still got a lot of planning to do. 
Overnight, though, we saw things mostly a little bit higher. July corn bounced back five to six cents, seven seventy-seven a bushel. The oats at six fourteen. July wheat up eleven overnight at eleven oh four. Soybeans for July also up eleven cents at fifteen ninety-six, and meal up three dollars a ton at four hundred five dollars and eighty cents. Dairy markets were down yesterday. Barrels down two and a quarter at two thirty-five and three quarters. Blocks down six at two twenty-nine. The butter. Down two and a half at two sixty one and a half. No more twenty five dollar milk on the board as May class three fell twenty four cents down to twenty four seventy seven. June twenty three seventy eight down sixty eight. July class three down fifty nine cents twenty three fifty one. August down forty three at twenty three twelve and September down forty one at twenty two eighty one. So that's where we are this morning. As we take a look at the markets, brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Again, a little fog out there in some places, more than a little. So be careful until the sun burns it off today, and it will. We'll get partly sunny in 73, about 55 right now. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, 55 degrees currently, and, uh, well, some places, 65 over in Wausau, 62 in Marshfield this morning. But some fog out there, so again, be careful of that. Crop progress, farmers made some last week, getting the corn and the beans and everything else in the ground. We'll give you an update on that as we go along this morning here on the Farm Show on Wax. Tuesday morning at Wax, a little foggy out there this morning, but it'll burn off. Partly sunny, 73 today. We've got farm news to take a look at this morning. But uh, the USDA has named the appointees to the Wisconsin Farm Service Agency State Committee. Now, the committee chairman is going to be Joshua Trannell, and he's from down at Hazel Green down in southwest Wisconsin. The only member from our area is Joe Cook, and Joe is from over in the Wilson area. But there are five members uh, on the State Farm Service Agency Committee. And uh, as we said, Joe Cook of Wilson from our area is a state FSA committee person. And the University of Wisconsin River Falls College of Agriculture, Food and Environmental Science has named their outstanding seniors over at UW River Falls the Rochelle Junkman Seymour Award for the graduating senior with the highest GPA went to Curtis Weltzine, an agribusiness major with a dairy science minor. Curtis, of course, from down in the Arcadia area. And not only is Curtis the leader in terms of his GPA, but he's also the all-time intramural wins leader at UW-River Falls, having just passed 500 career wins. Now, I have no idea what those career wins are all about. I don't know if that's basketball or whether that's horseshoes or (laughs) who knows what that is. But uh, Curtis, of course, has been a leader in Wisconsin, uh, FFA, and, of course, over at the UW-River Falls, obviously. So congratulations to Curtis Weltzine for receiving the Rochelle Junkman Award for the graduating senior with the highest GPA. And also from northwest Wisconsin up in the Clayton area in Polk County, David Nonamaker of Clayton received the Dr. Earl Hildebrand Memorial Award. That award is presented to a student who best exemplifies the combination of scholastic achievement, extracurricular involvement, and leadership roles within the college. So again, they're nominated by the faculty. So congratulations to Curtis and David, the outstanding seniors this year. 
at the University of Wisconsin College of Agriculture, Food, and Environmental Sciences as graduations are taking place, and we wish those graduating seniors nothing but the, the best success as they move on to their future careers, whatever they might be. All right, Joe, what else is going on? Well, slowly, farmers across the country are getting their crops planted. This week's USDA Crop Progress Report shows 22% of the corn has now been planted, up 8% from a week ago, but 42% behind last year and 28% behind the five-year average. Major growing states are way behind, with Illinois only at 15% planted. Indiana is at 11%, and Iowa has only 14% of the corn planted. Across the river, Minnesota farmers have only 9% of their corn in. Soybean planting is also lagging behind. Only 12% planted, 27% behind last year, and 12% behind the five-year average. And talking about Wisconsin, farmers have 7% of their corn in and 6% of the soybean planted, almost two weeks behind last year. They also have 30% of their oats in, and potato growers have put in 50% of their crop. Both are well behind last year. But winter wheat looks very good as it is rated 78% good to excellent this week. Topsoil moisture this week is rated 93% adequate to surplus, 10% short, and 1% very short. And I can tell you, when I was down south, the winter wheat crops down there are really looking green and really sprouting nice and really coming along. Wisconsin's specialty cheese production grew by 10% last year. Wisconsin remains the top nation cheese-producing state with 25% of the nation's total. Specialty cheeses make up 25% of Wisconsin's cheese total, produce production at 877 million pounds. Specialty cheeses produced in Wisconsin increased by 82.5 million pounds from 2020. Of Wisconsin's 115 cheese plants, 88 of them produce at least one kind of specialty cheese. Hispanic cheese accounted for the most with over 111 million pounds, over 12.5% of the total specialty cheese production in Wisconsin, followed closely by feta at 107 million pounds. After the top two, Asiago, Cheddar, Havarti, and Parmesan wheels round out the top six specialty cheese varieties produced in Wisconsin. All right, a look at some of the news in Wisconsin. And also coming up this week, we'll get to one of those USDA monthly reports, the May crop production, supply, demand, and all that stuff will be out. Agriability coming up. What are we going to talk about in agriability? We're going to talk about how agriability was started and the kind of the base with Brian Luck, and then we're going to go into talking with Jeff Prodwell. He's the investigator that goes out and helps those farmers and investigates and really gives them suggestions. All right, so that's coming up on Wax 55 right now, 73 partly sunny day, a little fog out there, so be careful. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Every farm family's got a story, a close call, maybe an unfortunate accident. And I'll tell you what, when those things occur on the farm, it is very difficult to know what direction to turn. 
for assistance. Fabulous Farm APM Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And boy, that's why I love it when we get a chance to talk about Wisconsin's Agri-Ability Program and their partnership with Easter Seals of Wisconsin. I happen to be on the board for Agri-Ability, and I get to hear these stories uh, up close and personal of farm families, how they've been negatively impacted by an accident, changing health conditions, something like that, and how Agri-Ability steps in. You know, they're amazing stories, Jill, and it's kind of a resource that a lot of people don't necessarily know a lot about. It truly is a great resource for farmers out there. And this is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. I had the opportunity to talk to Brian Luck. He is an associate professor and extension specialist from UW-Madison. And he gave me kind of how AgriAbility is set up and how to get in touch with them. And then I even had the opportunity to talk to Jeff Crodwell. He's program director for Farmers from Easter Seals. And he goes out and does the investigations right on the farm and gives suggestions to help them out and help them to be productive individuals. Absolutely. So it's a federally funded program. Uh, it's been going on for approximately 30 years. And Abrogability of Wisconsin is one of the few programs in the nation that has been continuously funded for that long um we're waiting to hear about this year's grant so we should hopefully will be continuously funded for 34 what agribility is is a program uh through the national institute of food and ag at the u.s department of agriculture uh, that helps farmers with disabilities so we have kind of two components to our work it's basically an outreach and a client intake side and then we work with our nonprofit partner, which is Easter Seals of Wisconsin. We do farm visits and assessments of uh, the farmer's work day and then make recommendations to them on how they could maybe improve what they're doing, uh, make their jobs a little easier, and get them to continue farming in, um, in whatever capacity their disability allows. So a helping hand. But your neighbor can't tell AgriBility that you might need help. You need to contact them. How do we contact them? We can't go out and recruit. We do a lot of outreach. We're at a lot of farm shows uh, throughout the year, so be sure and stop by and say hey at those. Um, but if if someone comes to us and says, I know so-and-so has a disability of some sort and would need to talk to you guys, we're not able to go out and approach that person directly. What you should do is word of mouth, go talk to that person, say, hey, I know this agribility exists, and um, they may be able to help you. With that information, you can go to our website. It's agribility. Uh, A-G-R-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y dot B-S-E dot W-I-S-C dot E-D-U. On that website, you'll find all of our contact information, address, phone number, etc. Um, we also have a phone number that you can call. It's 608-262-9336. When you contact us, you'll go through an intake process. We have a few questions here, there, and everywhere. A couple of surveys maybe you'll have to fill out. And then we'll get you on a list to, to be visited maybe by our Easter Seals collaborators to do the on-farm assessments and move forward from there. What are some of the services that are offered through AgriBility? Yeah, so AgriBility, um, we, we just do the on-farm assessments. What we do is we go through and, and see the work day that the person has. We may not spend the whole day, but look at the different jobs. If you're, depending on the operation, if it's grain um, production or dairy or beef cattle, et cetera, um, and see, you know, there's things as simple as adding a extended handle to a shovel that makes life a lot easier. There's other things like having a, a side-by-side or 
maybe a different skid steer or things along those lines that can make your life easier. Um, in the past, we've partnered with the Wisconsin Department of Vocational Rehabilitation. Um, with them, we provide them the information, what we found out in our study. There's a few more steps you have to go through there with them uh, to be able to get some financial assistance, possibly to help you purchase some of the assistive technologies that might be able to help you keep farming and make your make your lives easier. Helping to make some connections to make life a little bit easier. Is that the main goal of AgriBility? Absolutely. Yeah, we want to. We know farming is a lifestyle, and and if we have accidents, I say accidents on the farm, but even chronic uh, arthritis and back pain, things like that. You know, it, it's something that we have to deal with, um, but we're here to help and to make those individuals that have those disabilities be allow them to keep going and keep farming, uh, and then basically, you know, hopefully provide them a way to continue in the lifestyle that they love. How do we contact you? Yeah, again, the easiest thing is to go to our website. It is agrability.bse.wisc.edu. Uh, we also have a phone number, which is 608-262-9336. There's also an email you can find on the website if you go there as well. And all the information is laid right out there on the website. Absolutely, including stories and past stories from clients that we've helped um, and a lot of the a lot of the information you would need to, to understand what it's like going through the agribility process. And that was Brian Luck, Associate Professor and Extension Specialist from UW-Madison, talking a little bit about agribility and the contacts that you can make. I had the opportunity to talk to Jeff Crodwell. He is the Program Director for Farmers, and he's associated with Easter Seals. You kind of have a big job of going out and making that connection. Tell me what you do. Sure. Thank you for having us. Um, my job at Easter Seals of Wisconsin is the Farm Program Director. Uh, we work with farmers with disabilities. Uh, we are a partner with the AgriAbility a partner on the AgriAbility Project along with UW Extension. UW Extension's job is to provide the outreach and marketing of our program, and then our job at Easter Seals is to do the cl- direct client service. The direct client service for us involves doing um, on-site farm assessments for farmers who have a medical condition or a disability. We currently have about 400 farmers on our caseload. Uh, that caseload varies um, as clients close their services with us and new ones come on board. When we do an on-site farm assessment, we travel to the farm, meet with a farmer, uh, spend some time with them learning about their farm operation. Uh, we talk about their management of the farm. Uh, we talk about their disability and the impact that it has on their ability to continue to farm with those medical limitations. We will take a tour on the farm with them. They'll show us the tasks that they do. Uh, we'll analyze some of the troubles that they're having. Um, didn't kind of do a task analysis of what specifically is the problem related to them being able to continue to farm with, the, with that medical limitation. Are you able to do it right there on the farm or do you go back with your information to- and then make recommendations? Sure, a little bit of both. Um, if the um, if there's a solution that we can readily available on the farm, we'll talk about that solution. Often bring it up on my phone, for example, show them some pictures, shows them videos of what it is, what it means. Um, part of the solution is also talking about maybe we can just do that process a little bit differently and that would accommodate their um, their disability. And then often we do need to go back to the, the office, do some research on uh, maybe the most appropriate solution for that. Are you able to provide them directly with the service, or do you point them in the direction that will provide them with the service? Yeah, so we always provide them with a um, report, um, which will identify all the problem areas, talk about all the solution areas or possible solution areas, and then um, talk to them about um, 
possible funding options to help them fund the solutions that are that are appropriate for them. Those um those solutions often involve the Division of Vocational Rehab um, here in the state of Wisconsin. Um, they're a program that can help a person keep their job, maintain their job um, with their disability, and that's um that's something that we do talk to them about if it's an appropriate option for them. How are you able to make that connection to get them to the services? A lot of the farmers come to us through word of mouth, meaning they're other farmers that have used our service in the past are um, identifying those persons in their neighborhoods or in their communities and uh, making a referral to us to do those assessments or to apply to agribility. In terms of like how do we make the connections for funding options, with the Division of Vocational Rehab, we're currently doing a farm training for them so we can ident- help them identify with farmers, um, identify with some of the challenges that they uh, encounter and try to make a connection to if that farmer had a disability and what that work might mean like and why it's overall important. Um, agriculture is a huge economic activity in the state of Wisconsin. And again, agri-ability has been around for quite a while, but they really do some good work and they've really designed some tools and some apparatus that will help farmers continue to be able to do their chores. Yeah, and it's so neat to hear their different ideas and I'm going to make some, my plan is to make some connections with some of those farmers that they oh, have good, helped. Good idea. Alright, and there have been some around our area. I've talked to them as well myself. Agri-ability in Wisconsin. 5.30 in the morning. How about some news? Morgan's here next. Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and featuring Joe Nichols. Camping, food, and fun, Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Tickets are on sale now at farmtechfest.com. That's farmtechfest.com. Sponsored by Rooney Grain, Partners Bank, Wax Radio, Zastro the Beer Man, Forward Insurance, Munson Bridge Winery, Colby Chrysler, RC Builders, Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it is time to find out what's going on and some of the other news around the area. Morgan is in the newsroom. Uh, belated happy birthday to you, my dear. Hey, well, thank you very much. I decided to get wiser, not older this year. So Good for you. All right, I'll take that. You can't get a whole lot wiser. You're pretty sharp. <laughs> Seems I can get a whole lot older real fast, though. <laughs> that sneaks all. up on you. <laughs> Did you hear that story in the news this morning at 5 o'clock or about that painting of Marilyn Monroe, how much it sold for? Yeah, record setting was was a one ninety five. One hundred ninety five million. Yeah. I thought he was going to say one hundred ninety five thousand. No, the Marilyn ninety five million dollars. Most ever paid for a piece of American art. Yeah. Wow. I know it. Man, oh man, oh man, that's unbelievable. Just. I have a who bought it? I have a fridge full of uh, kid art from my daughter and nieces, and I'm fine with that. So I know it wasn't me. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I think we've got more uh, reasonable stuff in the news. What's going on? Well, we'll keep those uh, headlines bargain priced here in our area. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. It stays in the 715 to start us off with Eau Claire police calling Saturday's shooting a case of road rage. One man was wounded in the shooting on Melby Street in Hastings Way over the weekend. As officers say, the suspect, Chi Tao, was at the scene when they arrived. Officers classified the shooting as starting over a traffic incident. Town now facing recklessly endangering safety charges. We go to another part of our state, and that's the Capitol, as Madison police and federal agencies are now investigating a Sunday morning arson at Wisconsin Family Action. Police Chief Sean Barnes says no one should be resorting to violence over abortion rights. And if you're thinking about doing something like that, I would recommend that you not. Um, it doesn't... Um, 
uh, look good for your cause. It doesn't look good for our community, and that's not what we expect. There was some fire damage to the inside of one of the offices and some graffiti on the outside of the building. In other headlines, we look to the DNR and Mother Nature. Over 70% of Wisconsin, including a huge chunk in the western part of the state, is still at high risk for wildfires. The DNR, as of yesterday, saying 52 of our 72 counties are at high risk, saying fire crews have had to have battle over 250 wildfires so far this year. They say it's those high winds, warm weather, and dry brush that are making for a busy spring wildfire season. Just a heads up there. When it comes to the political stage, the uh, Republican running for Congress in western Wisconsin also looking at a pair of fines for bringing a pistol to an airport in Cedar Rapids last year. Derek Van Orden paid a $360 fine in Iowa and an undisclosed fine to the TSA for bringing his pistol to a security checkpoint last summer. Van Orden's campaign says he simply forgot he had that handgun on him. Van Orden, of course, running to replace Ron Kind in Congress, familiar name to our area. And if you're a Dolly Parton fan, it's seems she's a little bit everywhere if the rock and roll hall of fame and now then maybe in the drive-thru dolly parton teaming up with taco bell to make a mexican pizza musical she decided the mexican pizza the musical will be based on a tale about the internet losing its mind that musical set to premiere on social media at the end of may and from here on our local 715newsroom.com i'm morgan mccarthy and now you are up to date on wax 104.5 it's unbelievable how these people can find ways to make money. Oh it? my gosh. I have to tell you though, speaking of Dolly, there was uh, recently I was reading a story on the West Coast in a zoo. I think it's in San Diego. You know the song Jolene with mm-hmm, the uh, mm-hmm. ha- auburn hair? They named their little baby orangutan. Jolene. The little uh, little girl was born the, earlier this week and she had all that, you know, orangutans yep. are that orangey auburn that. color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they named her Jolene. So <laughs> now uh, pretty soon the public will get to see little Jolene. Oh, that's a good thing. Alright, Morgan, we'll talk to you later. It's a date. Thank you, Bob. There she goes. That's Morgan in the newsroom. Let's get over to the weather room. Skywarn 13. That's where Mike Dandry is hanging out this morning. Looks like uh, summer's finally going to get here, Mike. Well, he's hiding on us, I guess, this morning. I don't know why he's not there. But uh, we'll leave the pot open in case he does show up. We will uh, chat with him and find out about our weather forecast. So uh, we'll, we'll see. There he is. I hear him rustling around in the background now. Are you there, Michael? Yes, I am. I just walked in. a boy. I know you're <laughs> busy with all your TV responsibilities, but uh, as I was saying, summer is finally getting here. Yes, it is. And uh, I was just saying to Amy and Bob, too, I was like, you know what's interesting is that we're talking temperatures. This is a little spoiler alert, but uh, into the upper 80s and low 90s even, and the trees aren't even in full bloom. So that just, you know, blows your mind, doesn't it? Yeah, but the dandelions are getting to be in full bloom. I was out in my yard yesterday <laughs> digging dandelions. They're they're always showing up someplace. They're always showing up. That's that's for sure. But a little uh, foggy out there this morning too. Yeah, and that fog's expected to hang around at least until well the sun rises and not uh, not too long from now. But uh, we are expecting that to hang around probably for about another half hour, uh, to even an hour. And uh, we'll kind of uh, reevaluate that. But otherwise, for today, warming back up into the mid-70s, so still above average. We may have some chances for showers and some thunderstorms as well, though. And towards the south, some of those could be a little on the stronger side yet again. Going into tonight, though, we'll have chances for a few showers, but then mostly clear uh, throughout the overnight as our temperatures dip to the upper 50s. Now, going into tomorrow, we'll have mainly sunny conditions, but I'm not ruling out a chance of a pop-up shower, uh, maybe even a thunderstorm uh, here and there. But we're getting into the mid-80s, and it's going to be downright humid out there, too. So that's something to keep in mind. Otherwise, going into Wednesday night, 
A couple more chances for some showers and could produce some heavy rain, too, with our lows in the upper 60s, which is what we were begging for for our highs just a couple weeks ago. Otherwise, Thursday, another chance for a few showers here and there, but otherwise mainly sunny. And our highs are getting into the upper 80s and potentially hitting that first 90-degree day of the year. And going into Friday, partly sunny conditions with a few chances of showers and storms. We dip back down for our highs. Yes, dip back down into the low 80s. And by Saturday, more chances for showers and storms getting into the upper 70s for our highs. And then we kind of moderate back to our average in the mid-60s with uh, mainly sunny conditions heading into Sunday and Monday. But right now, we're looking at a little fog out there in the Chippewa Valley with a temperature of 54 degrees. And uh, the rain with this hot weather is... It's hard to predict just if the heat of the day fires up a storm. Mm-hmm, right. So if we get just enough heating at the surface and we have just a few ingredients in place, we could get that uh, lift necessary to create a few pop-up thunderstorms. All right. We'll keep an eye on it. Did we have any last night I, on and off? We saw tornado warnings and storm warnings. Did we have uh, any tornadoes that actually touched down, you know? We got a video of a, a viewer sent us. Uh, it was sort of by Menominee, mm-hmm. um, that one that was kind of in, like, central northern Dunn County uh, that was heading towards Bloomer. There was one that looked like it did touch the ground. Um, I haven't seen anything from the National Weather Service that has uh, confirmed any yet, but uh, that one did look like it touched the ground. So, All right. So, and the current temperature is what, 54? 54. Very good. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Bob. Have a good one. You bet. Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13, and you slept, you said, uh, Jill, in the basement last night down your way. Welke Land Cattle Company down by Osseo was under threat. Yeah, I went down to the basement, slept on the couch. All right. It yeah, was but blowing. But nothing, nothing happened. Not that I could see this morning. And Good. you got to remember, it's kind of dark. When yeah, it's kind of dark so. when you leave. So when you get home, you'll see what it all looks like. So that's good. Hopefully, uh, nobody did have any serious weather to deal with, although it uh, was heavy in some spots. All right, we're about 21 minutes before 6 o'clock already. A weather on wax brought to you by the Wisconsin Farmers Union and a Farmers Union Minute. On our Wisconsin Farmers Union Farmers Minute this morning, Rick Adamski, the Farmers Union president of Wisconsin, is with us once again. Rick, you've got a family farm over there in Shawano County, but preserving the family farm is a challenge. That's right. We've seen the loss of farm numbers dramatically in my lifetime, and uh, it seems to be accelerating. We've seen a loss of numbers. We know that the numbers are decreasing. The only size farms that are increasing are the micro farms for less than $10,000 worth of sales a year, but that's not a farm scale. Uh, Those are enterprises that are supplemental. And then we've got the largest farms, those selling over a million dollars worth of produce products per year, but those are not large numbers. They're large acreages. We need to focus on small and mid-sized farms. That's a special order of business that we're trying to concentrate on. And it will be dealt with during Rick's presidency. Rick Adamski, president of the Wisconsin Farmers Union on our Farmers Union Minute. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Fifty-four degrees right now, and get a little fog out there, but that'll burn off as we go along. Twenty minutes to six this morning, and we've got markets to get to. But uh, Jill, again, looking at the, at the calendar, we got some sign updates. First thing, don't forget again, today is the deadline, absolute death deadline for any farmers that uh, want to sign up to host Farm Technology Days 2024 in Chippewa County. If you uh, want to do that or be considered for that get that application in today because uh, by the end of this week 
the uh, committee, the site selection committee, will be out looking at uh, all those farms that have applied and see which one would probably be the best. What else? Well, there's a CRP sign-up for the grassland starting, well, it started a little while while back, and it goes through May 13th. So sign up with your grassland CRP. And they're on Saturday. There's a Mondovi FFA has their spring breakfast from 8 to 11 at Mondovi High School, and they're going to have pancakes. So that's Saturday if you're looking to, if you're in charge of breakfast on Saturday, head on down to Mondovi and support the FFA. What time is that? From 8 to 11 at the Mondovi High School. All right. So uh, some of those things coming up. And as we get to more dairy breakfast, we'll we'll add more to the list. This year, as you know, we had to take one off because the Eau Claire Area Chamber of Commerce decided they no longer wanted to be part of the uh, breakfast in the valley. And so there will be no breakfast in the valley in Eau Claire County. But uh, everybody else is having their breakfast. We'll get to markets. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 18 minutes before 6 o'clock and 54 degrees out there and a bit foggy, so slow down and take your time. But it is time to hear from Sparta Equity and Scott Herman. Slaughter cow market was steady to week today with 20% of the cows 78 to 83. 60% of the cows sold 65 to 79. And 20% of the cows sold 64 and down. Slaughter bulls were steady with high-yielding bulls, 90 to a dollar, with no test today. Canner and utility bulls, 89 and down. Fed cattle were steady today with choice overnight beef steers and heifers, 138 to 148 with a top of 150. Your select to choice beef steers and heifers, 125 to 135. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 120 to 133. DQ presents. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 123 to 125 with no test. Your choice Holstein steers, 110 to 122. And the standard to select steers and heifers and heavyweight steers, 109 and down. Replacement calves are steady with the top Holstein bull calves, $1 to $1.50. Your Holstein heifer calves, 10 to $1. And the beef calves, 170 to 335 just a reminder, this next Thursday, May 5th, will be our next dairy feeder sale with dairy starting at noon, followed by feeders at 1230. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Market Report for Wednesday, April 27th. Have a great day. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Quarter six at Wax. We've got 54 degrees. 73, partly sunny today. Should be a nice day. And let's get over to the Equity Stratford Sale Bar and visit with Jerry Fitzgerald this morning. Uh, any fog uh, out your way, Jerry? Is it uh, not too bad? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Not too bad. Just kind of along the creek lines and along the edge of the woods over there. It's, uh, but it, uh, it's like I said uh, off air here. It's just really nice to walk out in the morning at 61 degrees, and you got that. Finally, got that spring feel to the air. You know, where, yeah. <laughs> where we were some of the mornings not that long ago. We we're looking at 39, 40 in the morning, or even lower than that. So. It's, uh, but uh, we're still out of ways to go yet, like, and like Gil said, uh, do drive careful, because there's, folks are going to be in the fields, I'm not sure how much today, just right away, because we didn't, although we didn't get much rain out of this, so about two tenths is all I had out in the rain gauge, so better than nothing, though. Yep, it is, and hopefully we can get more wheels turning here, we got the crop to get in. Well, it's uh, Tuesday, how'd yesterday go over there at Stratford? 
Bob, thank you, and good morning, everyone. And a summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. On the market cow auction yesterday, cows uh, on a little bit weaker tone compared to the previous couple weeks here, but highly yielding Holstein cows. Yesterday's auction selling from 74 to 84, topping at 85. Uh, most of the cows yesterday's sale, your average cows selling between 55 and 73. Thinner cows, lighter carcass cows below 55. Bulls mostly steady. Better quality bulls selling from 95 to 110. Lighter weight bulls below 90. Fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from uh, 105 to 118. High yielding choice Holsteins from 118 to 124. Select under finished cattle a dollar and below. On the calf market, uh, we are definitely seeing a weaker trend on the bull calves and the beef calves as to the Real high prices that we had a couple weeks ago. Uh, better quality 9,230 pound Holstein bull calves from 75 to 190. Uh, we did top at 220 yesterday on the bull calves. Heifer calves, a little better demand on those from 30 to 90. Beef calves, as I mentioned, uh, 175 to 300. Uh, fancy beef calves selling from 300 up to 370. And Tuesday here at Equity Stratford, we start this morning at 10 o'clock with the uh, hay and straw auction. Again, we do have hay available for you for folks, including small squares. If you guys are still looking for those, might be a while before we get out in the field and get the hay. So if you're looking for some hay, we'll have it today at the hay auction. Also bedding available. That'd be at 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock, we have the market auction, and uh, we do sell organic market cattle every Tuesday. And also today, that'll be 11 o'clock, followed by the conventional market cattle. Our auction tomorrow starts at 10 o'clock for marketing day tomorrow, including the feeder cattle auction. So, Bob, that's uh, what's going on here this week. Uh, I know, like, uh, we said before, a lot of folks on the on the roads get into the field, so folks do drive careful. It's just uh, um, it, uh, it's uh, roads are for everybody, and uh, if you're that uh, busy that you have to be somewhere at a certain time, leave early. But good for you if you can afford to buy gas to get out and drive around. <laughs> well, well, you got stuff going on, right? I agree, but I mean, you know, it's uh, uh, folks are trying to get their work done, and like yeah. I said, everybody's. Everything comes at once, uh, but uh, do drive careful. We can't emphasize that enough because there's enough every just about every day you find an accident somewhere, and we don't need that. No, we don't. Hey, you have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. Sounds very good, Bob. Enjoy the day. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. 54 degrees, a little fog out there. We'll get 73, though, and the sun will burn it off pretty soon. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About 10 minutes now before 6 o'clock, 54 degrees. Going to get about 73 today, and we go to more markets. And for that, we go over to Terrain Livestock in Thorpe, and Michelle joins us this morning. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Bob. How was your Mother's Day? you got to share Mother's Day now with your family, with all the uh, daughter-in-laws and uh, the kids now, the grandchildren. I do and that's okay. I'm good with that. As long as I get the grandkiddos, I'll share all <laughs> I have to. I would imagine you would. Did you uh, have to head for the basement last night? I did not head for the basement, but boy, I tell you, when I came home, I did not shower right away. I was a little concerned about the lightning, so yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, it was a lively night to say the least. All right, what sure. happened when you said you came home? You came home from the sale, of course. So how did that sale go? All right, I'll tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale for Monday, May 9th at Tree Livestock Market in the Slotica Market. We tapped at 87 with the consignment by Glenn Glens of Kadash. 
80% of the cows sold from 61 and above. Market cows were 75 to 87, low-yielding cows 61 to 74, thin and weak cows 60 and lower. And the wholesale share market choice in prime, 112 to 124, selects for 110 and down. For beef type steers and heifers choice, 120 to 136, select for 116 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 90 to 101 with the utilities at 87 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Olsen bull calves sold from 80 to $150 per head. We tapped at 151 with a consignment by Willie Gingrich of Cornell. Lighter and lower quality calves, $40 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $60 per head. Beefy's cross calves, 85 to 325 per head. Our next sale will be tomorrow, Wednesday, May 11th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For tomorrow's sale, we have a consignment of 12 cells, averaging 600 to 650 pounds. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmsource.com. For all of us at Train Livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a great day. Have you got a little helper with you already this morning? I do, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can hear her in the background. Yeah, she's here just helping Grandma early this morning. Oh, so. that's good. What's her name? Uh, this one's Alani. Alani, all right. Well, good morning, Alani, and uh, thanks for helping Grandma. Yeah, she did a great job, didn't she? She certainly did. All right, we'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over there. Train livestock in Thorpe, doing the markets, taking care of grandchildren. That's multitasking. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Our markets brought to you by Synergy Cooperative on the Board of Trade down yesterday, but up overnight as we start this morning, July corn up 5 to 6 cents at 7.77, oats at 6.14 a bushel, July wheat up 11 cents overnight, 11.04, the soybeans also up 11 at 15.96, and uh, July meal up $3 a ton at $405.80. Country elevator prices. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corn's at seven fifteen with soybeans at fifteen forty two. Doomer's Grain of Holman and Buck Country Arcadia, their corn is at seven twenty six with soybeans at fifteen forty seven. Down the DTN screen, corn and golden plump is seven forty three a bushel today at Baldwin and Mondovi. Corn is seven oh eight, beans fifteen twenty seven. Durand seven oh three and fifteen twenty seven. Elmwood corn seven oh eight, beans fifteen thirty two at Fall Creek six ninety eight on the corn. 1517 on the beans at Osseo, 723 and 1531. Out at Elk Mound, the corn 716, beans 1544, Sparta 712 and 1541, Ellsworth 698 and 1505. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville 740, Stanley 728, New Richmond 724. Barrel cheese down two and a quarter, 235 and three quarters. Blocks down six, 229. Butter down two and a half at 261 and a half. Class three down, May down 24 at 2477. June down 68 at 2378. July down 59 at 2351. August down 43 at 2312. And September down 41 at 2281. And a quick check of your weather forecast brought to you by Mark Ward Motors. Marquardt has the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out, marquardmotors.com or drive through the lot. Partly sunny, 73 today, a little fog this morning, but that'll burn off. 80 tomorrow, 92 on Thursday. Partly sunny weather as summer's here. It's 54 right now. 
You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.